0: Hi everybody and welcome to West Seattle Christian Church Online. If you're new, we are stoked that you found us and to everyone else, a warm welcome. My name is Worth and today we're beginning a new teaching series on Sunday morning that's all about what it means to be a follower of Jesus and that means following his words and his ways and his works. And this week we're taking a careful look at living out those words, ways, and works of Jesus through the lens of righteousness, specifically the right kind of righteousness. And if that sounds redundant, there's a reason for that. And the reason is that we live in a day and age not unlike Jesus' day and all times throughout history where we crave publicity, the desire to be known, and we also want privacy. The question is, what is God saying to us about this and what will we do about it? Well, Jesus has some suggestions for us. By the end of this short jaunt through Jesus' words and other scriptures, I'll illustrate for you the kind of righteous actions that bring honor to God and help others the most. But first, let me remind you of a few special announcements. First, our next in-person service will be in early May, so please hop online and pre-register today, and that'll help us plan our setup accordingly. And once again, that service is gonna be family style and Kid City will not be open, so you'll sit with your family. Second, on May 24th, we'll be hosting a Zoom discussion that is super important. We'll be chatting about Latasha Morrison's book, Be the Bridge, which is all about racial reconciliation and healing within the church, and it'll help us have a biblical framework as a church for restoration. Our society and our our church have a lot of grieving and repentance and learning to engage in on this topic, and so I hope you make it a top priority. Third, our kinfolk groups are up and running. Some of those are online right now via Zoom, and others are in person following the latest phase guidelines per the governor's office. So jump on our Kim Folk page at westseattochristian.church groups, and you'll find all the details about each group and a way to get in touch with the host of the group you want to attend. So, all right, let's get back to it. Uh, open up your Bible app or jump on Bible Gateway or grab your actual Bible and turn with me to Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. And in particular, I want you to find Matthew chapter 5 verses 13 through 20. Now, we were sitting here last week talking about salt and light and the definition of living that way, a way modeled after Jesus, where ordinary people like you and me do simple yet completely vital actions with and for our neighbors where we kind of, we deliver the essential ingredients for living life day in and day out, the type of things that can change the world. But when you read the Bible, there seems to be verses that contradict each other from time to time. In Matthew 5, 13 through 16, Jesus says, you're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. You need to go public with this kind of life and let it shine for everyone so that they can see your good deeds and then glorify God because of that. Um, you know that song, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Well, it all sounds good, especially the non-coercive way that the message translation puts verse 16, which says, be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you will prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. And that sounds good, right? Well, maybe, because There were people in Jesus' day that took this idea, and they ran with it, maybe just a little bit too far. And it's educational for us today, too, because if you paid attention for a minute to churches that are in the news today, you can find examples of this kind of thing way too easily. And what I'm talking about is putting your faith on display in such a way, even doing good deeds, benevolent actions for others, but doing them in such a way where the focus is not on God, but it's on us. In other words, we get the benefit, not God or others. And and that's why it's a bit confusing later on in Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 through twenty, which kind of picks up where we left off last week. Jesus says in the message version again, trivialize even the smallest item in God's law, and you will only have trivialized yourself. But take it seriously. Show the way for others, and you will find honor in the kingdom. Unless you do far better than the Pharisees in the matters of right living, you won't know the first thing about entering the kingdom. Interesting. Unless we do far better than the Pharisees in the matters of right living, then we won't know the first thing about entering the kingdom. Now, the Pharisees were big uh, on putting their piety on display for others to see. Basically saying, look at me, I'm so holy and righteous and how I help others and give my money to good causes and that kind of thing. Is that what Jesus is calling us to do? Well, I want to call your attention to what Jesus says a little later. In this sermon. A few weeks back in our reset series, we tackled this section, but let's take let's just take another look at it right now. This is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. And it says, Be especially careful when you're trying to be good, so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be good theater, but the God who made you, he won't be applauding. When you do something for someone else, don't call attention to yourself. You've seen him in action, I'm sure. Play actors. I call them, treating prayer meeting and street corner alike as a stage, acting compassionate as long as someone is watching, playing to the crowds. They get applause, that's true, but that's all they get. When you help someone out, don't think about how it looks, just do it quietly and unobtrusively. That's the way your God, who conceived you in love, working behind the scenes, helps you out. And when you come before God, Don't turn that into a theatrical production either. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for 15 minutes of fame. Do You think God sits in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense His grace. So what's the deal then? Which one is it? Be righteous and follow Jesus with an eye toward going public, trying to make sure that people see the good that you're doing so that God can be glorified, or live these kind of ways and and works of Jesus in private? Well, as with a lot of things in life, I think it makes sense that it's both with some caveats. And here's what I mean by that. Jesus What he ended up doing was he got in the face and snubbed and condemned the Pharisees and the scribes and the teachers of the law when they fasted or prayed or gave money in such a way that it was clear they were doing so to bring prestige and recognition to their own reputations. Now, you can juxtapose that with Jesus telling us to let our light shine, and then it all becomes a bit muddy. It seems a little bit unclear. I think the determination on how to act that makes a lot of sense here is. The importance of motives and intent. Take a look at this. Maybe it'll help. When we exhibit actions that are righteous, whether the opportunity is serendipitous or whether we've planned it out, just like way back then in Jesus's time, the temptation in our culture and context now is to let accolades fall back on us because of our virtue. Yeah, the Pharisees were doing good deeds, but Jesus says that they wanted the merit, the praise. They wanted the reverence. In other words. A good deed can remain good, but the reality is that we're doing it because it makes us look good, and it helps ourselves, it helps me. Jesus says this is a problem, and in fact, it's the opposite of what he means by being salt and light. In fact, Jesus is definitely saying that in Matthew 6, that certain practices like fasting and giving and praying are better off done privately or in secret, as some translations put it. Why? Because these are acts of personal faithfulness between you and God, and they show your devotion directly to Him from you. So, one way to determine what should be public or private is to ask, Is this between me and God? Is this between me and God? Or is this something useful that will help others? And then God will get the credit. If it's the former, then let it stay private between you and God. And if it's the latter, then that's the kind of good works Jesus says are salt and light, the kind of preservative and illuminating essential ingredients that we talked about last week that'll help others in the world and it'll point them to God. This must have been something that the early church dealt with because Peter brings it up in his letters in 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 11 and 12. Here's what it says. Friends, this world is not your home, so don't make yourself cozy in it. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. Live an exemplary life in your neighborhood so that your actions will refute their prejudices. And then they'll be won over to God's side and be there to join in the celebration when he arrives. So Jesus and Peter are saying that learning some evaluation skills about our motivations and our intentions are critical. Here are the two main questions as we wrap this up to ask yourself when it comes to righteous acts of good works. And it must be said that if you're not sure about the answer, Go ask another Christ follower who who you think is mature to help you find the answer here so that you can figure it out. Here are the questions. Number one, is this act to help myself and result in elevating my own reputation, my own fame, my own standing, my own stature and glory? Or, number two, is this act to help others and bring notoriety and honor and credit and glory to God? If the answer is the first one, then whatever that good work is, it should probably stay hidden and private. But if the answer is the second one, then it's salt and light, my friend, and you should not hide it. Until next time, be bright and salty, my friends. I'm Worth Wheeler for West Seattle Christian Church. Grace and peace to you all.